The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them. But the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast. Then the door was locked. The Gospel of the Lord. Last night I was with uh, some of the boys and their fathers, the troops of St. George, on one of their outings. They're out there now in the, the hinderland. What a joy it was to this morning to, to bless our veterans who serve our country, who have served our country and continue to serve. It helps us all to remember that we too are called to serve, especially as Christians, as Catholics, as a priest, Bishop Zarama, Pope Francis. All of us are called to serve and to serve with everything we've been given. So sometimes, you know, it's good to ask ourselves, so why do we come to church? Oh, Father, we all know why we come to church. No, but why do we come to church? It's not just to fulfill an obligation, a commitment. If we didn't come to church, the outcome of our lives could be drastically different. When God is in the middle of my life, I can be rest assured that all is well with my soul. If you find your soul unsettled, ask yourself, is this coming from the Holy Spirit? I can't guarantee you a lot of things, but I can guarantee you this. When the priest says, this is my body, this is my blood, the Holy Spirit is bringing Jesus to us in that very moment. And that's a guarantee. Or I have really been duped and so have you. And we're clowns performing something that doesn't make any sense. But that's not what we believe. We believe that this is true. In the opening prayer, we said, to be unhindered in mind and body alike, may we pursue in freedom of heart the things that are yours. There are many things on our hearts and minds as we come to Mass, and on mine. And we can't push them aside. 
and ignore them, but we can't let them take over. Rather, we need to give them over to him. Just as we place our offering in the basket, we place our worries and concerns there too. Creating the interior space in order, creating the interior space in order to see, to hear, and taste the goodness of the Lord. This is the priority of our Mass. And this is what will make Mass come alive. If not, I will continue to be crushed here. You've got to be very careful not to live here in your head. We are called to live in our hearts. He and he alone is trustworthy. Let's ask God for this grace right now. Jesus, come into my heart. Do not leave me alone. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of the faithful. So the readings today talk about wisdom. To be like the wise virgins, which is choosing to be with the Lord in the early morning. This moment could be described as the virgin landscape. A clean slate, a new beginning. What will happen to me today? Will I meet Jesus? Will he show up? What does he have in store for me today? I will go to my grave encouraging us all to pray more and better in the morning. I'm pretty sure the foolish virgins forgot to pray that morning. So the danger for us, too, to become foolish virgins happens very easily. We forget that we don't have eyes in the back of our head. So we can't see everything. So we need solid friendships, we need mentors, we need spiritual guides and companions along the way, or just fellow parishioners. You know, when you show up, people notice. And when you don't show up, people notice. You are an integral part of this community. And the more we open up to each other, the easier it is to to love and be loved. And we know that that's not easy. We know that. But it's something we have to work on. Jesus, don't let me just come to open up the doors, come to Mass, open up the doors again and leave. Ah, something's wrong. You know, little things, little things. I don't know, you might decide to go up to Mr. Smith and say, hey, good playing today. Providing he did play well. He usually does. Or you go up to someone who you haven't met before. It's at your own age. Maybe a good-looking girl. Hey, what's your name? Don't be afraid. The intergenerational interaction is very important. Then the door was locked. It was definitive. So don't play around with your friendship with Christ. Don't take it for granted. The talents he has bestowed on you are known to him alone. And he is expecting a return on his investment. He is expecting a return on his investment. 
that you would consider making him known to your friends and neighbors is one of his greatest joys. There is more joy in heaven over one repentant sinner. My life as a priest, I have missed many, many opportunities to make him known. But when I have made him known, it brings me the greatest joy. Isn't this what defines many of the saints that surround us in St. Joseph's? Think about little Mother Teresa, the little one, about that high she was, from Nowheresville. And yet she became an icon of our faith. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose, so too will God, through Jesus, bring with him those who have fallen asleep. During this month, Pope Francis has encouraged us all to visit cemeteries, even just in our minds, to pray for the faithful departed. There is actually nothing more powerful than walking through the gardens of a cemetery, reading the inscriptions on the tombs. We pray for the souls of the departed, but we quickly begin to think about our own mortality. And all this reminds us that we are a people that bring hope into our fallen world. We are a resurrection people, sunrise people, people waiting for the the rising sun. The other day I was in a cemetery, and I noticed a man walk in. It was a very old cemetery. And he, he knelt down. I don't think, well, I shouldn't say that. Let me just say what he what I saw. He bent down to a, a tombstone, which I don't think he knew the person, where it had an inscription about uh, love is patient, love is kind, and so on. And I just wondered if perhaps that was an evangelizing moment for him from the tomb of a dead man. Even after our death. We can be evangelizing that stray sheep that wanders into a cemetery and sees that inscription because that man had never seen it before, perhaps. Therefore, console one another with these words at the end of the reading of St. Paul. We all wonder sometimes what we can do to make this world a better place. One of our greatest weapons is sacred scripture, knowing it, reading it, Living it and loving it. Yesterday someone said to me in the gas station, What's the good word for today, Pastor? Looking, right? Looking for something. St. Joseph, parishioners, you have so much to offer our world today. Don't dodge the opportunity. Don't, do not be afraid. God is with you. Come back to church next Sunday with stories to tell, bruises to show, victories and defeats to show our Lord. So to take away, we surely must ask for wisdom, which is resplendent and unfading. Lord, grant me the grace of true wisdom before an activity to say, Lord, what do you want me, what do you want out of me from this meeting? As a family, perhaps it's time to have a good conversation as a family and ask ourselves, is there anything we can do more for others as a family unit? And lastly, this oil, this precious oil of prayer cannot be shared. Your friendship with Christ is completely and utterly unique and cannot be given away. This week, spend more time in prayer, not less. 
Christ the Lord will come to bring salvation to those who eagerly await him. Filled with faith, we make our prayer to the Father, that through the church's faithful announcement of the gospel, God's word may give full meaning to pain and suffering. We pray to the Lord. That the wisdom of God will guide and direct all those who govern. We pray to the Lord. For blessing on all our nation's veterans and for the protection of those who serve in our country's military. We pray to the Lord. For an increase of vocations to the priesthood and consecrated life. We pray to the Lord. That the Lord will secure justice for the oppressed and give food to the hungry. We pray to the Lord. For the grace this week to have our hearts set on our heavenly homeland. We pray to the Lord. And we'll pray this prayer for the souls of the faithful departed. Eternal Father, I offer thee the most precious blood of thy divine Son, Jesus, in union with the masses throughout the world today, and for all the holy souls in purgatory, for sinners everywhere, for sinners in the universal church, those in my own home and within my own family. Amen. Let us now join our prayers to those of the Blessed Mother as we sing. <laughs> 